This is Gary Morse. It's Monday, July 24th, and this is the Reforming Business Podcast. So on this episode, what we want to talk about is one of those misunderstood subjects within Christians and business development. Uh, it's, it's really a, a subject that should be at the heart of why we're in business. It should be really the thing that gets us through kind of the struggles that we have, kind of the big issues that we run across when we're really down or having difficult times. This this subject is one of those critical components of your business and the goals of your business that can get you through that. So that subject is discipleship and utilizing employment for Christian discipleship. And uh, I'm actually going to be joined today by my co-host Nathan Brackenridge and uh, just listen into the conversation we had this evening. So uh, yeah we're just sitting here uh, under the stars on a Michigan evening it's uh, I don't know it's what 10 10 30 something I think so yeah, yeah. and uh, we, we've got our pipes and we're just talking business we, we have a couple different businesses amongst us, and uh, we're also talking about um, other things, other investments, and other streams of income for the future, and uh, it's, a, uh, it's a refreshing conversation. And uh, Yeah, it, it is. We've got to yeah. definitely do this more. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I, you know what we're talking about today is uh, discipleship, and so Nathan and I have been talking a little bit about what that means and what that looks like and you know so yeah um, well I guess I can get the ball rolling just by talking a little bit about our recent experience Um, you know when you first start a business you have all these reasons right you know there's financial reasons there's uh, you you know you want the freedom to control your own schedule yeah and and but recently we started to Realize that the people that we're employing and one particular person um, is just overwhelmed with gratitude for their job because of the point in, in their life where it you know it came at a point where they really needed right. not just the work but the fellowship yeah. that, of their coworkers. Yeah. So and was it, this person a believer before they came on? Yes. Yes. Good. Yeah. So. Our conversation, my wife and I, is naturally went from you started the business, wanting to make more money, wanting more freedom, to wow, we really want this thing to grow so that we can do this more, so we can help more people. Yeah. You know, and so like we're like me, yeah. you were talking about Gary, we're still called a disciple, yeah. people, and we can do that through our businesses, yeah. and it's it just I don't know, it makes it a whole new blessing. It does. You no, know, on top of the, mm-hmm. the freedom and, and the the growth and everything that's happening. Yeah. You, basically, you, you're still ministering. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> you can't get away from ministry. Exactly. And this goes back to, I think, one of our motifs from the beginning is that, and we're not going to hammer this subject over and over again, but I think in some ways it'll always be connected. There is no divide between mm-hmm. what you do as a living and theology. Right. Right? It's not compartmentalized to a debate. It's actively outworked in your employment or as an employer. And uh, the creative ways you can apply that really are endless. But 
discipleship should be a main goal in owning yeah. a business. It, discipling the nations, all that Christ taught, applies to the unbeliever and to the believer. And if we want them to be blessed, it shouldn't just be just in here's your paycheck, but in multifaceted applications of what they do with their paycheck, how they uh, use their time, their craft. Yeah. Um, in uh, in our company, one of the things that right on the forefront, I wanted to be uh, a central motif, and I know uh, my partner Elliot uh, wanted as well as innovation to have uh, fostering innovation within the company, and that can be and should be tied to discipleship. Yeah. And so sure. the reality is, discipleship has to be somehow connected to what we're doing, and it, and if it's not you quickly can lose hope to only reducing your business health on how much cash cash flow do we have this month right right or or um what kind of uh um deliveries do we have for our clients did we did we do a good job versus a bad job those are all yeah. important well, but, of course but look I, that, around i th i mean that's the point every right. single bit of it's important it is you know it's uh, all of christ for all of life right and i didn't that thing. <laughs> that thing. Is it? Yeah, I thought, yeah, I, I thought yeah. it was Jason Garwood. But, yeah. um, but that's one it. of the motto. I mean, it is Christian business owners, as a Christian in general. I mean, we are to apply the Word of God to every area. And we don't want to just do good business for our clients, but for our employees. Yeah. For everyone we come in contact with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, let's uh, jump into a, a, another subject of uh, really what are creative ways of discipling. So that's what we want to talk about next. All right. So uh, ways ways that you can disciple. Um, here's here's honestly how we we often look at it. Invite them to church. Yeah. Right. Right. There you go. That's, that's it. Our, that's our only and job. If you get him in the door, God's sovereign. If he does something once they get there, my, your job is done. Right. I, that really is more of a bigger problem within Christendom. Yeah. They've equated church to the building, mm -hmm. and that's 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 it. That's as far as it goes. And they're 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 still uh, maybe homeschooling their kids, right? Or mm -hmm. they vote Republican. <laughs> yeah. So that's as far as like personal <laughs> discipleship goes. Typically, it's very rare that they even have unbelievers in their life hanging out with them in any way because they don't want to be defiled, right? Right. And so I I've been guilty of this. So I'm not just throwing stones, but the point is, discipleship is in essence, more about opening up the, your entire life yeah. and being extremely inconvenienced at times for the embitterment and the servitude of those that need it. Yeah. And so... Um, Did you um, yeah. recently... Have you got a chance to listen to any of the Easy Chair? Oh, yeah. Yep. Did you catch the episode where Rush Rooney was talking about um, early American uh, workers living with their employers? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how they ate at their table. Right. You know, and when they got sick, they were all there for each other. Exactly, yeah. I mean, just totally foreign. I, yeah. What I'm, we have now, even amongst Christians. It is, it is. In <clears throat> fact, I was reading uh, Rush Dooney's book, uh, The American Indian. And, oh, uh, you have that? Yeah, I have it. I don't it, want that when you're done. Yeah, it's very convicting. And uh, 
he talks about how the American Indian, there's we have given them no reason to accept Christ because hmm. the American Indian would take in families that they've never met, right? Wow. And they would take them in. They'd be Indians from other uh, other areas that they would have never met, but they would open up their home to families of 10 or 20 and their house only sat three or four. And so there would be, you know, sleeping bags all over the place. But the Americans were very much only accept those that you know, only bring them in. And so they looked at whatever this Christianity is, this mm -hmm. white, you know, European religion. Uh, religion, whatever it is, we don't want it because it's very self-centered. Yeah. And so that we we ought not to expect them to accept Christ, because we wouldn't accept them. Yeah. So why would Christ, or this white, you know, right. religious God as they saw it? So, hmm. um. So this gets a little bit more into a business owner's willingness to be inconvenienced. So let's. I mean, that's discipleship. Yeah. You know, Discipleship isn't something we do to them, and it's we go over their house and we help them build their porch, right? Right, or we help them repair their roof. I, that's part of it. I'm not saying that we can't do that, but it's it's often equated to what will inconvenience me and my family. Well, it's kind of like least. what we are experiencing now with the whole debate um, about elders and leaders mm -hmm. in the church, understanding that elders and pastors are first and foremost servants and, yeah. and you lead by serving right right uh, that's how you know who is the greatest among you <laughs> it's just servant and as yeah. a christian business owner we should be looking to serve those who right. work for us in right. such a way that like you said we are at times inconvenienced for right. the betterment of their life and their family and their children it's funny i i have a friend uh, a close friend of our our families he's um, you know, I, I don't know if he's a believer um, in terms of, you know, I think he would say that he is. Um, and, you know, by all means, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily doubt that, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but he's marked, even though there, there's not fruit in his life currently, uh, or, nor has there been in the decade plus that we've known him, uh, but the thing about him that I've enjoyed from a distance is how how readily. So this kind of actually, as I say this out loud, I'm like that is the fruit. His his <laughs> neighbors all know him. Okay. When, when you know you he's he's the most regular Joe that you would ever meet, <laughs> and uh, everybody knows him, and he's willing to help so many people. So let me take that back. <laughs> Alright, so We got cut off there for a minute um, Yeah, I, I think when we go back to it It's uh, Being known by your neighbors Now how, let's equate this back to, to business ownership And how How does this look For the people that work with us how do we open our lives to them? And obviously, we're, we're only talking a fraction of what yeah. it means to disciple. I mean, there are, there are so many components of it. And so going back to the story that you told, that you and your wife are um, experiencing a woman who wasn't just 
uh, excited and thankful over the fact that she had found employment at a point that was really a blessing for her. Yeah. But additionally, that she was able to find sweet fellowship in the mix of that, right? Yeah. So there was a haven, you know, there's a there's a haven to be found for right. Christian business owners. Well, also understanding that work gives us purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and I honestly don't know what is at the bottom of her emotional, you know, not outburst, but experience when she was explaining to my wife what a blessing this has been. You know, she didn't go into details about what's going on in her life. But I do know that she feels that she has purpose, uh, that she is uh, doing something that's good and useful, yeah. uh, and at the same time receiving a blessing sure. by the fellowship and the and obviously the income that she's making. And, and, and just to turn it around on us a little bit, too. I know in the past we've done shows and we talked about depression in business. Yeah. You know, I tell you what, you can start to feel a little bit hazy about what you're doing when it's all dollar signs. Yeah. And it's all growth. Yeah. You know, it's all data. and, and But when you start to disciple the people that you're working with, you find purpose in your employment as a yeah. business owner. Yeah, you know, you're like, wow, there, there. I found myself again. You know, it, this is not yeah. just about growing and making more money. And that has got to be an intentional thought. Mm-hmm. How do I, how do I actively use this as a, as a spot to gain more responsibility, yep. and to, to increase the quality of the industry, mm-hmm. the impact and the innovation within the industry I'm in. How do I make that? A higher bar, a higher standard, because yep. we have a higher standard. But as you're future oriented, you're thinking about this down the road. How will I utilize this tool, business, as a, a form to impact people? Yeah. And my clients are one of those. Our clients are that, but mm-hmm. it has to be more than that because there's a way that. People that work directly with you or for you are connected to you in a way that's very uniquely different than the way your clients are. Yeah. And so you can sacrifice for your clients, but you can sacrifice for people that work with and for you in a way that's so unique that it can become very evident you care about them. And you can do that with your clients, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying that, but I, I think you're right. If if uh, you, you start, you can really become nearsighted. It has to be intentional. Yeah. I think it's easy to work overtime to make the client feel special. Yeah. But to do that for your employees. Yeah. Exactly. I mean? That has to be more exactly. intentional. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, and a lot of it, um, and I know my wife is good at this, but just speaking, you know, for lack of a better term, into their life, yeah. such as constantly telling them how valuable they are to us. Yeah. And that without them, we would not have And this don't business. lie about it. Oh, it's not a lie. You're right. You I know? mean, we really couldn't do without, uh, what right. we're doing without them. There's and just that's no way. Yeah, because you can manufacture that. You can go, oh, you're so valuable. Oh, yeah, I appreciate of course, yeah. But <clears throat> open your eyes to just how valuable they are. Right, and that's and then, yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um, because we can just give compliments yeah. that are dry and empty. Yeah, that's a good thought. Okay, so how do we jump back in after talking about 
wine and <laughs> dipping delicious dip tobaccos. <clears throat> yeah, I yeah, it's you know I, I tell you what, intentionally thinking about your business in terms of man, I want to grow this thing so I can disciple better. What does that assume? It assumes you're already doing it. Yeah. And if you're not already doing it, you're not thinking how do I do it in my business? No. So there's a breakdown right there. You need to identify that, you know, I need to identify. Yeah, I mean, because for us it wasn't, I mean, I'd be lying if I said, I want to start a business so I can minister to people through it, you know. (laughs) Right, as my primary goal. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it was, and and, and there's nothing unrighteous about wanting to make better money for your family, to get freedom. Self-sufficient. Yeah, all that. Yeah. Um, But slowly coming to realize the more contact you have with people, and your responsibility to disciple them and the opportunities you have that you didn't have before. Right. I think is a, a, a natural process that is just, uh, it's a blessing. Right. And it's important. And, you know, it's, it, it takes a, you know, a unique, a unique individual to, um, to think in terms of that, that outward, that outward focus of the business because it's so it's so easy to become and I've I've talked about this to other people before when things get really tough in business it becomes so tempting and easy to become self-centered yeah right I mean you are stressed you are feeling the weight and you can't complain to your you can't go to a co-worker you can't go to your partner you can't go to an employee and say, I am, every time that you're stressed, I'm stressed. Because what's that going to do for them? It's going to discourage them. It's going to make them, you know, feel more weight than they should. So part of the discipleship process is that you carry the weight for them. Yeah. But, man, be careful because in that moment, you can become so self-centered that not only are you not thinking about discipleship, but your whole world is starting to evolve around you. Which yeah. is not at all what you want. I mean, and let's be honest, we both at points in mm-hmm. uh, our past were in more of a quote-unquote full-time ministry yeah. position where it was assumed that was all we did. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so when you narrow it down to just gospel ministry and discipling, yeah. it may seem easier. And in ways it is because as a business owner, you have more on your plate. Right. Uh, than just discipling. Right. You know, there's, and the cor- there's so sometimes, much more. Yeah, that correlation's there a little bit more in a tangible way, too, because the more you exert yourself, often that can equate to more money. Yeah. Right? And so you can go, okay, well, that paid off. Yeah. When you can miss the other things that are lapsing within your focus mm-hmm. of where the business should be going mm-hmm. or how it should be. Uh, maneuvering within the realm that it's it's focused in. Yeah. You know? That's why if you can, uh, to not be afraid to hire and delegate mm-hmm. as much as possible. Right. Even if you have to sacrificially yeah. lose some wages for a period. Yeah. You know, so that you're not doing everything. Right. I mean, talk about no time to disciple, uh, yeah. perfect position to be depressed yeah. you know what I mean you can't scale you're not gonna no. be able to, you can't mold 10 of you, you just, yeah you just can't do it alone yeah. and and getting the right people who are gifted in, in 
the areas they need to be for can, your business. Yeah, can transform. Oh yeah, I mean it, it's like I said, uh, uh, we couldn't do it without the people who yeah. work for us. Uh, and same here at, at where we're at. I mean, there's just we have people in place now that allow us to do things that uh, just simply couldn't be done yeah. otherwise. And so you have to recognize God's grace and the timing. Mm-hmm. Not just that he provided, but the timing. And so to be able to really begin to live in the moment and open your eyes to that season right now that you're in and go, what is God doing right now and who has he sent right now and why at this time? Yeah. And that's that can really help where you're going. So uh, really quick, actually, we had a side argument as we were uh, doing a, a little bit of upload. There is this app, Anchor.fm. Uh, I just want to talk about one of the things that uh, that allow us to do this is innovation. Yeah. Because okay, we absolutely. one of the th- why we kept getting off track is because when when you're trying to be a husband and you're trying to raise a family, and then on top of that, you decide to be absolutely mentally challenged and start a business because I think it does take somebody that doesn't really grasp reality (laughs) to do something crazy like that Um, and and, uh, is the difficulty of editing and all that went into that and so we we quickly backed away we we gotten we also uh, we just got over our head we you know it took so long to edit it took like three or four times the distance to edit than it did to actually make the podcast so Something like this helps um, because literally we're just recording ourselves and you upload it, you hit a button. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's amazing. Blessing. And so that that goes to a bigger discussion when we're talking discipleship. And as God gifts you with people to enable the business to grow in a certain way, we have a responsibility to them to help them become innovative and in whatever. No matter how minute the task is mm-hmm. and you know how can we help innovate how can we help simplify how can we help enable them to do more and become more effective and take more of a partnership role in the business yeah what is a word that dennis peacock used in his book doing business god's way about employees making them something it was yeah. like, it was like partnership. It, it was, was like yeah. It was yeah. it was a part co, of co partners or yeah. Co- so they're just not you're not getting rich off of their labor. They're right. back. You bring them on as someone that you want to see absolutely yeah grow and and, and be successful and yeah. benefit themselves yeah. And I can't and, think of the word right now, yeah. but I know it'll come to me later. <laughs> tonight, <laughs> right. When this is over. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Uh, I think it's important that they're involved in the multiplication of the business yeah. because they're they're a big part of why it happens. Yeah. So there's creative ways that I think um, some of the guys that follow maybe the Reforming Business Podcast or probably some of the groups that we're in that are economists and investors, yeah. there's obviously strategic ways that you can do that financially. Mm-hmm. It's not just about handing them money, but it's about 
it's about building it into our collective increase. Because they're worthy of the wages, you know? Yeah. Especially when you find somebody who is totally on board with your vision. Right. You know? Right. And, and, and I'm not just saying you give favor to those particular people. Right. But you start to notice, just like with your own children, you start to notice individual characteristics and giftings. Yeah. And you can say, you know what, this person here can really go a, a distance further than this person over here. Right. Because you see the hunger. Right. Eyes, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Some people look at. Some, unfortunately, there's still people, even Christians, who look at work as a curse. Yeah. And they're just there for a paycheck. Yeah. And they're angry. But other people realize that there is there is purpose and there is um, value. Yeah. In what they're doing and yeah. attributing to your business. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, and that could be a believer. It could be an unbeliever. Right. And uh, and I think what happens in business is because a lot of people are never tied to that that eventually it just it, it just does become a a trade-off of their hours yeah. i will give you five hours you will give me fifty dollars <laughs> you know trade-off whatever that might be you right. know and there there i i clocked in and it's only equated to that and that can't scale for them so there are ways uniquely that we can be thinking of how to do that. And I, I honestly don't know all the ways. I mean, there's there's always equity within the company, but eventually yeah. you run out of equity. You know, yeah. if you grow to be, you know, 500 employees, you can't just keep dividing into fractions the company so everybody has a piece of it. But there's uh, different payout methods and dividends and, and you know. Um, yeah, so, you know, we're, we're still getting the system down. So it did... Uh, and cut off there, but essentially what, what I was saying, and I think you were saying, is we have to be, as we're thinking about discipleship, we have to figure out how do we equate that to um, the investment in the company and then the output that the company provides, essentially, right. you know, and how, different ways to do that creatively, and that could be a follow-up episode, could be an inter interview that we have in the, the near yeah. future, um, that we'll, we'll be doing those as well, so. I think what's... yeah. What's good and useful about this subject is it doesn't matter where you're at in the scale mm -hmm. of your business, whether you're just starting and you're like most people, like we were, um, in all honesty, it was how can we make more money? How can we grow? And, and then when that starts to happen, you start to realize, man, this is way bigger than money. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is, there's so much happening and so many relationships being developed. Mm -hmm. That you just all of a sudden refocus again. Okay, I am first and foremost to a disciple servant. and a servant of yeah. God, you know. And then you can start to use that. And you may be farther along your business listening to this now, and you're making the money you wanted, you're doing great, but you realize you got away from discipling. Yeah. And you're you're probably better positioned to refocus. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying any point yeah. of, of scaling and growing, uh, you can turn back to that and look at the people who God put in your life. Yeah. Uh, to help you get where you are yeah, and start to give back and minister to them and uh, especially if you're experiencing depression right now and you're not doing that and yeah. I think that would be helpful so let's let's talk about a really quick way of of examining your discipleship hmm. let's take the last five years the people that you have hired and ask ask them how how better their life was that you came around 
and if it's if they only can say that in terms of maybe some opportunities yeah. or some finances financial um, provisions then that's nothing really any different than anybody could do yeah. right so uniquely how have the people that you have come across your business now your clients should be saying that your clients should be saying this person cared for me in a way that yeah. I know was unique. I don't care Without how minute. They yeah. love their job. They love what they do. And they performed it in a way that nobody else did. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's a given. We're, mm-hmm. we'll, we can talk about that more and we will. But who you are with those people that were closest to you, mm-hmm. you know, the, the old adage is who you are at home is who you really are. Yeah. So who you are as an employee behind the scenes, the part the clients don't see that's that's who you are and so what would those people say about you yeah would they say that oh i was richly blessed that person loved me that person cared about me that person wanted more they were more concerned about me than they were about themselves it felt like at times can you can you or can i be accused of that and if not how do we begin to actively care about people in a way that makes them know that we deeply care about them i think i think that's i think that's important yeah it is it's understanding that we are stewardships of our relationships as well as our income or our time yeah and whatever god has put in our lives sovereignly and providentially is uh has a purpose yeah you know and express your relationships yeah i mean that's a whole show yeah, <laughs> and which I think we've been, you know, basically touching on. Yeah, and I think we'll touch <clears throat> on more. So, this uh, has been good, man. It's been a good talk. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, we just cracked open the uh, the uh, the cork, <laughs> 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 and yeah. uh, we'll let this thing season and marinate, and uh, and we'll throw it on the grill again and and see what happens here in in the coming days and weeks and. We're gonna just keep coming out with these, so. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot, a lot easier now. It this is new uh, which is app and everything. Which so. is yeah, it, that's the that's the only way it can happen. Because <laughs> we just can't aff- we don't we don't have time to afford <laughs> right. the, the too much going editing. on. But it's a blessing to do this, and, it is. and I can only pray that we're helping and blessing other people. Yeah. Um, it's just it's great. And forgive you know you, you guys will have to forgive the bumps and bruises along the way as we uh, have mess-ups and mishaps. So thanks for listening to the Reforming Business Podcast, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah, so this is Gary, and that was uh, that was me and Nathan. And I just wanted to jump on here at the end and, and let you know that uh, the website, reformingbusiness.com, is, is still under construction. It's, uh, it's something that we have. We'll be launching as we see this as valuable if this is valuable to you guys then we'll uh we'll continue to invest in it and continue to make time at making it better and making it more uh more i i guess um versatile and uh other components with it so uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback things like rating us on iTunes, uh, liking the post on Facebook lets us know that this is just something that uh, is actually helpful and it's a it's a, a good use of our time because it's it's helping you get somewhere as well. So if you have any questions, also there's call-ins. You can go to uh, our channel on anchor.fm and you can actually call in and leave a message. Things like that. It can go a long way. We appreciate you guys and we hope you uh, 
keep reforming business.